0: Welcome to this episode of Inside Publishing, the series where we interview industry experts on everything publishing. Today's episode is brought to you by SYP Ireland, hosted by Joyce and joined by fellow committee members Margaret and Talitha. The three unpack the question of whether Irish hopefuls are destined for the UK, given its hub status for publishing. They weigh up the opportunities, advantages and drawbacks
1: of relocating for a job and what someone stands to gain returning to Ireland once they've had a role in the UK. So hello,
0: my name is Joyce and I'm the podcast officer for the SYP Ireland team and today I'm joined by two of my fellow SYP Ireland colleagues, Margaret Farley, our secretary and treasurer, and Talitha Duncan-Todd, our communications officer. So today we're going to be having a bit of a chat about whether Irish publishing hopefuls have to move abroad to get into the industry are we destined for London is the industry changing in Ireland and how do we navigate such a competitive industry but before we get into that uh, Talitha and Margaret I'll just ask you guys to introduce yourselves and maybe tell us a little bit about your career history so far maybe Margaret you want to start
2: Yeah, sure. So, well, my undergraduate degree is actually in law, but then uh, when I was about 25, I decided I wanted to move into publishing. So my first role in publishing was as an editorial assistant at Taylor & Francis, more commonly known as Routledge. And then I was later a commissioning editor there. I was there for about six years. And then I moved back to Ireland at the start of 2021. And I worked in educational publishing for about a year and five months. And now I'm moving into a role as an editor at a trade publisher
1: yeah and i did my bachelor's degree in english literature and language at queen's university in belfast and then i sort of started my publishing career by doing a master's in publishing at oxford brooks university and i sort of like worked part-time in an independent bookstore when i was living in oxford after my degree then i got was a production assistant for oxford university press for about a year and then i moved on to become an editorial assistant for Taylor and Francis, I really just like Maggie herself. And then I'm moved into the senior editorial assistant role where I am now currently, but back in September 2020, I moved back to um, Northern Ireland, so I'm based in Belfast. Great, thank
0: you. So it's great to have you guys here. I know you guys have both worked abroad and come back, so that's gonna be a really interesting thing to talk about. This conversation is really interesting to me about whether or not you have to go abroad to work in publishing. So I started a master's in literature and publishing last September. And before I started, I really, really believed that I would have to go to the UK, probably London to get work. I had been applying for some jobs before I started and I had done internships and stuff like that and just really didn't get very far at all with this. I also just was always keeping an eye on like job websites and just wasn't even seeing many jobs at all coming up. So I didn't feel that hopeful. Um, And then I started the master's and, you know, we had like a guest speaker series and a lot of people, like even our lecturers would come in and just say, I presume you're all off to London next year. So that was kind of funny. And we were kind of all going, oh, is that what it has to be? And we weren't really sure. But now I've finished the master's and I've gotten a job in Dublin in educational publishing. And I'm seeing a lot more jobs being advertised than I, I would have done this time last year. And a couple other people from my course have also gotten work and stuff as well. So I'm kind of wondering what you guys think. Is the industry changing in Ireland? Is it as necessary maybe to go abroad as it might have been before? Is this kind of a post-pandemic thing, maybe temporary? Or what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um Yeah, truth be told, like when I was starting, well, because I sort of was looking into about working in publishing and I just automatically assume like you, go to the, like I know I was in Northern Ireland but there was no publishing houses or anything like that here that I could work for so I automatically assumed that I need to go to the UK that's why I was researching all this stuff about, oh, this is the best thing to get in publishing is doing a master's. So that's why I was straight went, went in and did the master straight away. And so, so sort of like from then on, I kind of only knew sort of like the UK publishing industry. I wasn't really aware of the publishing industry that existed in Ireland. But like you say now, like working, volunteering for a Society of Young Publishers with the Ireland branch, I see that there is quite a few options, especially with the likes of Publishing Ireland who use their website to post job advertisements and things like that within the industry I think it's like just so it's a very close-knit community and if you're not in it beforehand you kind of doesn't really know what is out there but like now that we're kind of sort of involved with it there's so many presses within Ireland again it's not wouldn't be as huge as the rest of the UK where they have their penguin and and all those kind of big publishers but it's more small in Ireland but I do think things are changing there's more options
0: yeah that's very interesting that you kind of say that as well that it's quite a close-knit kind of community because I was wondering that as well like people always say like publishing is quite a gatekept kind of industry and it's very hard to find out information and so it might have seemed like you had to go abroad or that there was just no work here but there kind of was and once you get to kind of know the industry a bit better and aware of what's going on, maybe then that's when you see changes. What do you think, Margaret? Do you have any thoughts?
2: The answer to the question is whether publishing hopefuls should go to London. It's kind of yes and no, because there's benefits to it, and then there's also very pronounced drawbacks. Unlike Talta, I didn't go into publishing straight after university, I did some other things, and then I wanted to get into it, but I'd already been working and kind of drawing down a salary for a few years. I, I really, and I'd already actually done a master's and I didn't want to do another one. I felt like, I really felt like my degrees I got had already kind of given me skills and insights and I was like, I can use them in other ways. I immediately kind of felt like, "Mm, I don't think, unless I have an English degree, an English literature degree, I just didn't think, even if there were a few jobs in publishing in Ireland, that I would be a good fit for them you know like there'd be like one that would come up and there'd already be someone who'd been like working as an unpaid intern for six months and they were kind of a shoe in for that role also I will say that at that time I was I did want to move to the UK not forever but just for a little bit I I just wanted a change I wanted a bit of a change of scenery so I I wanted to move to London originally but I ended up in Oxford for the first part of it I was working in Taylor and Francis and you know, I would have really, really liked it. I've always wanted to like work in the same city that I live in. That's for some reason in my career, it's never really worked out that way. I think in terms of opportunities in Ireland, there definitely are, I've definitely noticed over the past few months, there have been loads more vacancies at an entry level level, which is great. And I hope it does continue. I wonder if it's just kind of like, good timing at the moment that just there's been a bit of a turnover in a a few different places that has allowed roles to come up but you know so I I don't know if we can necessarily bank on it continuing forever one of the things I would say and maybe the drawback about working publishing in Ireland is there aren't as many entry-level roles where you can get really good experience so I remember in one of our meetings we were talking about rights a few months ago and one of the roles that doesn't really exist in Ireland is like the role of rights assistant. Actually, this kind of brings me to kind of like good advice. I got started in my career. A friend of a friend's niece was a literary agent and she was really kind and she just had a quick phone call with me and just talked to me about all the entry-level roles. She'd worked in the UK and she went through all the different departments. She was like, well, there's editorial assistant, there's marketing assistant, there's rights assistant, there's production assistant. And she was kind of saying like, any part of a publisher you know there's assistant behind that so those are the kind of roles you should be looking at you know don't be applying for like commissioning editor or something like that and she also kind of said if you want to get into editing um, or the editorial side try and find a job that allows you to edit in some way you know whether that's like sitting down and copy editing it could just be writing blurbs or just working with the language and that'll give you a really good foot in the door those roles aren't quite There just aren't quite as many of them in Ireland. And we do need to accept that no matter how prosperous we get, we are a small country. And there just won't be. It's the same way, you know, if you want to be an actor or if you want to work in, you know, any other kind of industry, you do need to kind of keep your eyes on the wider world and also consider there could be really good skills you could get in another country, in another place, and you could bring those home with you. But then the tricky part is figuring a way to bring them home.
0: Yeah, I think that's so true. I think you're dead right because even though I have seen a lot more jobs coming up, they're not always entry-level roles and so that probably does mean that there is benefits to going abroad and getting experience or getting experience in in a different industry even that might be relevant or transferable and then coming back, which was actually what I was going to ask you guys next. So what do you think the merits are of going abroad and coming back? Do you think that was something you would suggest for somebody looking to get into publishing in Ireland what was your experience with that in particular
1: I mean there is advantages in going to the UK because there's like just like as Maggie was saying there's more variety in entry-level roles there's more jobs to apply for but then again that makes it also very competitive at the same time I think I've just been very fortunate in what I've been able to do is in like I'm still with the company I work for in the UK but I've been able to work remotely the coronavirus now have sort of changed that and beforehand i wouldn't have been able to do that i still think like a lot of publishers are now moving towards a sort of like two days in the office like three days from working from home but like moving to the uk yeah there's a far more variety more jobs to go out for things to apply for quite a small community it would be bigger than Ireland but it's still quite small so it's by getting to know the people as well then it's the advantages of working for a big publisher versus a small publisher because you would be working in a role it's like because it's quite small you wouldn't be sort of restricted to that role because you would have time to time have to step up and do other things not related to your role yeah I guess that was something I was
0: kind of interested about too because often when people go to the likes of the UK they end up working for a much bigger publishing house than what they might in Ireland because we're quite a small country and like the businesses here are very small you know publishing houses would have a very small staff so I guess you know getting the experience in the the likes of the UK and coming back is it kind of different you know like if you were doing like an entry-level role in a bigger publishing house and then coming back here do you think you're gaining more or maybe less because it's so busy or
2: I'd say that the levels of busyness are the same but the work can be very different I mean, obviously, it totally varies from publisher to publisher. Talitha and I, we both editorial assistants at Rutledge. And I think one of the things I had to kind of remind myself about when I was like interviewing for jobs in Ireland and looking at them and, and every day in work still is that because I was working for a big multinational publisher in the UK. And because we were big and we were an academic publisher and we were kind of going for a very um, particular audience that had been sort of honed over the years and it was quite set, we had a lot of processes in place that needed to be followed. And it was, there was a lot of like transparency in that sense. So it, there was always a sense of like, <laughs> I don't make it sound too it wasn't boring, but um, it definitely wasn't, but too process-driven, but it was very much a case of like, if someone goes on holidays, there's always like, someone could slip in and, and do your work for you. I mean, they'd have to introduce them, themselves to your authors and stuff, but there was always a sense of, because everyone's doing their work in the same way. Whereas when you go to even a, a larger publisher in Ireland, it's a lot more bespoke. I mean, when I, I started at ECHO, like all the editors worked in a different way. And I was like talking to one of the editors and I was actually talking to her the other day about this. I was like, do you remember when I started and I kept asking you how you labeled all your files? And she said, yeah, that was strange. And I was like, because I thought we all had to label our files in the same way. And I thought, you know, everyone needs to be able to like get in and look around. And I mean, that's a positive thing that maybe I got from working at a larger publisher, but I also had to remember to be flexible about things and to remember also like marketing don't have such a one size fits all approach to a certain type of book like in a smaller publisher marketing will be a little bit more focused on a certain area and they'll expect a lot more input from editorial about it and they'll it'll be a lot more collaborative and you you have to kind of not be dismissive about that and sort of say oh I see the benefits of that and I think it's important in any like industry, not to get too set in your ways about working in any place. So it's really easy to be like, well, we did it this one way in one place. So why aren't we doing it this way? You have to kind of take a step back and say, hmm, the type of books we publish are different. The type of authors we work with are different. This is, you know, it's a different industry. And the people who are helping me with this, they have experience. There's a reason why we're doing it this way. But also maybe I can kind of bring some of my good experiences too. I will say, in terms of the opportunities, the benefits, because like global academic publishers like Routledge don't exist in Ireland, I wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to do all the things with Routledge that I had done in the UK if I'd stayed in Ireland. Like even if I had a job that I liked as much. And I mean, one of the things I got to do a lot that I really loved was I got to travel a lot. Like I went to conferences in like in Canada, in the US, in Switzerland and Spain and I was constantly meeting new people and talking about like all kinds of different areas of research. And that's just different in an Irish publisher. You're spending a lot more time on each book. You're spending a lot more time on on, like one manuscript and, and kind of fine tuning it. And it's different with a different size of publisher. You know, I couldn't come back to Ireland and be like, well, someone should set up a giant international company for me. I had to be like, okay, I learned loads about author care. Now, how do I bring that to like a year long relationship with someone for where we're really really getting into like minute detail on their book
0: that's really interesting and like great advice I think as well that yes you probably did get a lot of experience abroad that you wouldn't have gotten in Ireland but that doesn't mean that you got to just come back to Ireland and use it you know in the way you might expect you still have to kind of think a lot about your transferable skills or how they might apply to the place that you're working now but I guess that's also business to business rather than you know country specific thing as well
2: yeah I think that's a really good way of putting it like I mean I remember interviewing a a very very similar academic publisher and they said like oh how do you manage your targets and they did a different way and this one part of my brain was like no you can't do it like that and I thought no they just
0: do it differently (laughs) Um, we had kind of touched on it a little bit earlier but Something I wanted to ask, I, mean, I guess I want to kind of think quite practically about moving abroad and particularly London, because London is what's always kind of pushed when when people talk about this. As I said, in my experience, it was kind of just presumed that if you want to work in publishing, you'd go to London. But there are a lot of drawbacks to that as well. You know, like London is not a cheap or place to live. It's not accessible for a lot of people. And even just moving abroad isn't accessible for a lot of people either. And even if you're in the UK, the fact that there's like London is such a hub for publishing is a setback for a lot of people as well. So while it's tempting, even though there's more jobs, there's also more competition, as you said earlier, Talitha And so you know, I was just kind of wondering what you guys thought about that. I follow um the. Facebook group publishing hopefuls I don't know if you guys are on that which is a really great group for anyone listening and wants to learn a little bit about like getting into publishing people talk about CVs and cover letters and job applications and it's you know really transparent they talk about like salary and things like that too but it can also be very depressing (laughs) it's mostly people in in London looking for work and I'm often see posts about people who've been applying for years or they've done lots of internships or they've they have freelance experience and things like that and they're just kind of getting nowhere when you guys were applying for jobs in the UK, did you find it to be more competitive than in Ireland? Because there's like a bigger pool of people looking. I tried to be a bit more flexible. I, again, because I didn't have an
2: English degree and I had I wasn't willing to do unpaid or really low paid internships. I, I can't remember what point I decided, but I was like, academic publishing is the place for me. And I, I was really interested in that anyway. And it was, I was like, I want to know how they make these books. So, and the fact that I went with, Taylor and Francis which is based outside of London and on an editorial assistant salary it's not really feasible to commute I remember some people doing that but they would often be like oh oh, I live with my parents in the very outskirts of London most people lived in Oxford or Abingdon sounds like you did you did did I think yeah one of the things that makes publishing in London so competitive is that There are so many opportunities to do things for little to no money. And there is such an expectation that people will do that and publishing. And it's, I think it's very much the same in Ireland and probably a lot of countries is it it is tends to be dominated by white middle-class privileged young ladies. And it's, you know, I count myself amongst them, but you know, there is a lot of the people who are doing entry-level roles in London, really struggling with money and you know, they're either probably getting help from parents or someone or just, you know, kind of suffering in silence and just trying to get by and hopefully that they'll they'll get something better. And I think there is a bit of a forced idea like, oh well, you got into this for the love of it. So, you know, you shouldn't be expecting to get rich. But, you know, people should be able to expect to have a livable salary, especially for whatever for the work that they're doing. One thing I'll say about Routledge I remember being told this by people, other people in the industry that when I was there at the time, the editorial assistant salary was slightly better than it would have been in comparable publishers based in London. And that also the job itself, it was a better grounding in academic publishing generally. Like I got a lot of opportunities. I was proposing books and things like that within like, seven or eight months of starting there like you have a load of work to do and there's a lot but you get a lot of responsibility whereas in other publishers like the editorial assistant is more of an administrative role so because I didn't get all the kind of bright lights and excitement of London, I did always consider that it was kind of worth it to have like a better starting job
1: I was a sort of that dilemma myself when I was finishing up my master's in Brooks and it came to the point where I have to make a decision now where I have to either find a job full time, because I was still, because your third semester is writing up your like your thesis, which is like over the summer months, was so about three months. Um, I was in Zilam where I couldn't really afford to continue living here. I'm going to have to start looking for a full time job, but also writing up my thesis in the same time. But I was... I don't know how I managed it, but I was very fortunate to get that job with Oxford University Press. It wasn't, they always said about, oh, editorial is very, very competitive, very hard to find a role in that sort of department. But they always said about, oh, um, you can get experience in a different sort of role, entry level role. Transferable skills, as they say. So I think production was one of those sort of departments that people tend to less apply for in terms of job. So it was, I was, yeah, fortunate to get that job. And I, d- it did, like I always knew that I wanted to work in editorial. But look, I guess you say it was, it was, it was a good experience just getting to work for an actual academic publisher and get that experience and work with all the different departments that you get to work with as a production assistant. So editorial and marketing and. And sort of like transferable skills, as I wasn't speaking to authors, but I was speaking to external suppliers, like printers and things like that. So I was still sort of communicating externally. So it was sort of a transferable skill you could use You're like, in terms of like an inter- editorial way you're communicating with authors. It's very competitive. And then again, it depends on what type of publishing you want to work trade versus education versus academic. I felt that trade is far more popular than academic, for more competition when it comes to trade within... Oxford's sort of still quite like quite academic uh, publishers are based there so you've got Taylor Francis, Elsevier, Oxford University Press whereas when you go into London it's more trade type publishers which is sort of a lot difficulty as well like you sort of have to force to move to work to London to work for trade publishers if you want to work within the trade industry. Yeah
0: I so it, it does kind of sound like you guys have benefited I think from Going outside of London, that you were able to actually get kind of decent paid jobs that gave you great experience, but maybe there was less competition. Or, I mean, it's hard to know that as well, you know, like, (laughs) but I definitely think that that's actually something I hadn't thought of. It's mostly trade publishing that people are going for, and that that might be in like the big cities like London too. Actually, one thing, sorry to cut you off, one
2: thing, Taldo, just made me think there is I think in the UK, there's much more of a kind of hard line between different types of publishing. If you work in academic publishing, I mean, I I practically never ran into people who worked in trade. I, I felt like I was always running into people who worked at other academic publishers in London, mostly because I would run into them at conferences and things like that. And there is quite a hard line. And also just because of the nature of the work you're doing, because when you're in an academic publisher, you're you're working so much on with peer reviews and you're constantly interpreting them whereas trade you're not doing that but in Ireland it's actually a lot more porous than that in Ireland like a lot of academic publishers here will also really aim their books towards the trade market as well as the academic market which is something that big academic publishers in the UK don't do and if there is a, there were always kind of a, like if it appeals to a trade market that's great but don't be going chasing after that it's a fool's errand whereas in ireland it's very much the case that like most of the main academic publishers here like ucd press or cork university press they will publish a few books every year that they will say like this is the book we're going to be like launching at hodges vegas and we're going to aim towards the main one so i definitely felt further on in my time in academic publishing I felt like I really need to kind of diversify my skills a little bit because one of the things I wasn't doing I wasn't proofreading or copy editing material I was familiar with what a marked up proof looked like but I I didn't do that as part of my job so I took a proofreading course with the publishing training center which I'd recommend to anyone and like obviously if you've done a master's in publishing you probably have done a really good proofreading course or a copy editing course or something But if you haven't done a master's, I recommend doing it because you get that experience, even if you're not planning on doing it as a freelancer. It means then that if you go and interview with another publisher, and this happened to me when I I moved back to Ireland, they were like, well, you don't really do those kind of editorial skills. And I was like, aha, but (laughs) I've completed this course. I know how to do this. They might even give you a test when you interview somewhere. So if you can show like, I know what a markup looks like. I know how to do this. I know how to like play that really close attention to detail and not just in theory like I can actually do it I don't know in the UK if you'd be able to kind of make that switch as much I think they'd be like look we have 200 other people who've already worked as editorial assistants at numerous other trade publishers but just because you've done a proofreading course I don't think they're necessarily going to take you even considering really
1: yeah I agree with Maggie yeah I find it very rare from people like speaking to people like they've always just seemed to work in academic publishing that's like the can't really switch between the two like I do agree with Maggie and that it's quite difficult in terms of the UK that's so interesting I'd never thought of it I or I wasn't
0: aware that say academic publishers in the UK wouldn't also like target trade as well because like you know I'm aware of UCD press and like a good few of their books that I would have seen in like bookshops and things like that and I kind of just thought that was the norm so I guess not so maybe maybe that's a bonus point for Ireland maybe that's a reason to stay here <laughs> a bit more flexibility maybe but yeah, I guess I'm I'm curious to see if this changes because I guess London and the UK has been such a hub for publishing for years and people kind of always say like that's not accessible for people, but yet nothing really changes that much or maybe very slowly. Like last year or during the pandemic, I went to a webinar with HarperCollins North who are in Manchester and they were speaking so much about how great it was to have like a major publishing house there or like, you know, one of their their offices there, and how that has made it a lot more accessible just for even other people in the UK who don't want to, to live in London. But even like in Ireland, it's 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 Dublin too. So I guess I'm just wondering, like if you guys have a crystal ball, <laughs> what do you think? I mean, Talitha, you mentioned like how remote work has maybe changed that a bit. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Again, it depends on the publishers. Um, not all publishers will do it, like from a work from home contract, immediately I hope like for myself in the future like I wouldn't even mind still being based in Belfast but having to go to the office in Dublin like twice a week or something like that something I would would be would like to do maybe in the future like I'm not against going into the office not at all or working from an office but I would like you know you would like to think that these things would be possible I know things are changing in the UK very different from what it used to be like you say there's more they're opening up more hubs across the north of England and things like that even towards like the, uh, the East as well. I think it's just keeping just keeping an eye out and just even inquiring when you are applying for jobs, what's their, because not all publishers are advertising when they're posting their jobs about whether it's work from home or in the office or if it's hybrids. There's more opportunities than there used to be in terms of like working from home and hybrid approaching as well
2: just on that remote working point it's a difficult one to think about because I think remote working is so good and so helpful for so many people but it also does have really big drawbacks for especially people who are at the start of their career I know like I moved to Oxford I didn't know anyone and if I had like been working from home three days a week I think it would have been pretty grim because like I remember I moved into a house share. I didn't know anyone. It was just like, and like I never saw one of my housemates. I think it it might've been a bit, whereas like in work, I, I, I really enjoyed like working with the other people and kind of hearing about their experiences and also just being able to ask questions. I do think that it's definitely good that publishing diversifies beyond London, especially because when you look at the UK, it's such a big country. It's kind of crazy that so much is concentrated in the South when there's such potential up north and i I think that is changing in terms of ireland i don't know like i don't know if they'll be will be setting up big publishers will suddenly set up in gully or cork or places you know who are employing like upwards of 10 people there definitely are a lot of small presses all over ireland but they're they're just they're doing like things with freelancers and they're just not employing people in big groups. And working in an office with other people is it's really good when you're st- I think at any point in your career really, especially when you're starting in your role. Like I know I'm starting in your role at the moment and I'm not planning to work from home for a good while just cuz I I like to ask lots of questions. I like even if other people are working from home that day, there's usually somebody around you can kind of bounce ideas off of. You get an idea of the the culture. People can kind of tell you things that they maybe wouldn't feel comfortable saying over over Zoom, and that's not necessarily negative things. It's just kind of things they've noticed and little tips of how how it is to work there. So yeah, I mean, I think hopefully, just people in Ireland, people keep buying Irish books and helping the light side of Ireland to buy Irish books, so the industry can grow more. I definitely like to see the publishers who currently exist in Ireland get to be a bit bigger, so that you know they can hire more people and have bigger teams and they can kind of draw on lots of different people's experiences and then if in the course of those life you know say if you're someone who lives in carlo and you want to come in two days a week that they can kind of allow for that that kind of flexibility and people don't have to move to dublin because god knows it's incredibly expensive to live here and sometimes that is just too much of a hurdle for people to overcome but you know I still want us to all gain from each other's experience and I don't want people to be kind of isolated by themselves when they maybe don't want to be.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah I think you're right I think that remote work has opened up a lot of doors for lots of different people like personally I hated working from home during the pandemic and I'm starting a new job next month in publishing and it's like my first publishing job and they've asked that I be in the office for at least the first six months which I'm delighted to do because you know I want to learn as much as I can and as you said like asking questions and and just feeling more comfortable in the role I think is a lot easier when you're there like personally in the future I hope that like hybrid working stays and is like offered as much as possible because like Ireland is also a very small country you can commute you know if it's a couple of days people probably wouldn't mind so much you know so yeah it'll be interesting to kind of see where things go because as we said at the beginning like I'm definitely seeing a lot more roles and as we know like last year was a really good year for book sales in Ireland like during the pandemic and stuff like that so hopefully that continues but I guess you just don't know but yeah that was all of my questions guys thanks for having a chat with me I've definitely learned a little bit about the drawbacks and also the positives of working in the UK and then coming back to Ireland different things Ireland can offer that you might not get in in the UK as well and then of course all of our personal musings about what might happen in the future (laughs) thank you so much for joining us and thank you for listening to inside publishing i've been your host joyce and if you've enjoyed this episode you can find more via apple podcasts and spotify see you next time okay thanks joyce